0: Good morning, Coach Shaw. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So you, you had a very young cornerback group last year, and you know they were able to get five games of reps in there, of very meaningful, of, of very meaningful reps. How, how crucial was that, especially when they didn't lose any eligibility? Invaluable, you know, because on paper it'll be the same group, it, only by freshmen, right? That'll be the designation that falls at the end of the name. But in terms of accumulated reps, game time experience, I mean absolutely invaluable cuz we can talk all day in the film room, we can get out and practice and go against our own guys, but when you have an opportunity to play a real game, make a real tackle, get a PBU a potential interception as a young player, it develops and builds confidence that it's just no substitute for. Us. So it it really will pay I think massive dividends for us going forward. Next we'll go to Josh Newman Salt Lake Tribune followed by Bill Riley ESPN 700. Hey, Sharif, how are you this morning? I'm outstanding. I appreciate it. Good. Um, You know, this is still a young group, but as you just said, they have experience now. Um, How does the dynamic in the room change? You know, they're, they're young, but they have experience now. You know, they have some idea of what they're doing. How does the dynamic of the room change? I think what you try to look for now, even with a young group that has just a little bit of experience, who is going to emerge as that leader? You know, because everybody just can't say, we all can't sit back and say, okay, we're we're all young, we're all young. Now, yes, we have just a little bit of experience, but now I'm looking for, and I'm pushing to get a leader out of this young group. And right now I have two guys that are starting to emerge and that's Clark Phillips and Travis Broughton, who I absolutely love. And their leadership, just by how they conduct their business every day, is what's getting exciting. You know, you get practice players, if we go back a few years, and maybe just a year or two ago, to like Jalen Johnson. What people never saw, what you guys probably couldn't appreciate every day, is how hard Jalen practiced. And I loved it, and I, and I pushed him that way. And I said, listen, if you really want to be great on Saturday, be great every single day in practice in every single period of every single rep. And so I'm screaming at him like it's a game in practice. I'm doing the same thing to Travis, the same thing to Clark, wanting them to just recognize that if I'm yelling at you like this, if I have this level of intensity, then the game should be easy. Now demand it from the people that's going to be on the field with you. Require them to do the exact same thing. Open up your mouths and speak. I don't have enough vocal players in my room, and that's what I'm really trying to develop right now. Just to follow that up, you know, you you say that you want to develop some more vocal players. How how do you develop something like that where maybe a kid is not super vocal? Can you turn a kid into a vocal player? Absolutely. Absolutely. And first and foremost, you know, and, and guys have laughed at me for years, but when we stand in the indoor... And I'm on one opposite end of the field and I'm making the corner stand on the other opposite end. And I'm asking them to give me a call. And they're like, coach, I can't. I have to yell it. There you go. So let's start using your outside voice. We're not in the library. Speak up and yell it to me. So you have to train that love, that vocal muscle, make them scream, make them yell. Because 50, 60, sometimes 70,000 people, it's going, you're going to get drowned out. So if you're not used to, first of all, communicating in a very loud, forceful way, you're not going to help us. It's going to be the worst possible addition to a very young defense to have a quiet secondary player. We have to be able to communicate. So I think that a kid can come into the room very quiet, very bashful, but you can do things to encourage his ability to speak up, you know, and to speak uh, forcibly so that he can be heard. I need a forceful voice, and that's important. I'm I'm just telling you, the offense is change, shift, motion, and we have to yell at each other. So you can do small things. That's just one of many things that I try to do on the field to try to develop a louder, more vocal group. Next, Bill Riley, ESPN 700, followed by Sammy Mora from The Chronicle. Coach Shaw. Real deal. What's up, baby? Good morning. Uh, Kyle talked the other day about you guys getting back to playing more man-to-man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious where, where that came. Was there something late in the season? Is it just the development of the offseason and where these guys are now? And the second part of that is how important for the kind of the, the, the DNA of this defense is it that you guys play man-to-man defense? So, Bill, you, you've seen and watched this defense develop, you know, for a number of years now. And I think coach's desire to go back to playing man-to-man is because you start to get kids who had just a little bit of confidence. You know, you – Coach Scally I, I love him because he's – not only because he's intense like me, but he's incredibly intelligent. So he's always going to put the entire defense in the best position to win. And going into this season, we had to be smart – you know, we had a lot of young guys that were completely untested. So you needed to mix in more zone than we normally would and get them comfortable at pattern matching, knowing high-low compromises, understanding how to go from one look to another look, and then like a quarterback would progress through his read, so does a uh, secondary, you know, and a uh, linebacking core. But as the season, the young season progressed, you started to see some guys get some confidence in their man's coverage skills. Coach Witt, and his discerning eyes, said, listen – we have now enough reps in that young season to start to push our guys in a way that we didn't want to do or couldn't do last year. So let's get back to our DNA. When you're able to, and to answer the second part of your question, Bill, if you're able to play man coverage, as you know, you're able to do a whole lot with that front. I can, If I have a good lockdown corner or somebody who's developing to a lockdown corner, I may be able to utilize my other defenders in ways that could be suffocating. So man coverage is good for us. It, it disrupts the timing between the quarterback and the receiver. And if we're really playing good, man coverage allows our defensive line to get there a little bit faster. As many times as that quarterback is patting on that ball and we want pat, 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 sack. That's what we like. So that means cover, cover and cover again. So I just think it's the evolution of what you're starting to see uh, from the young group. And there's so many kids that are starting to develop, whether it's, you know, Malone, Mata, L.A., Drew Rawls, Zamaya Vaughn. You know, you're just starting to see people get more comfortable playing man coverage and the techniques that we teach. Next, we'll go to Sammy Mora from the Chronicle. Good morning, coach. Morning. Um, So quick question. So with the kick return game the only person who's listed on the two deep is Britton covey what are the possibilities of seeing someone like Jalen dixon back in that kickoff return or in that punt return role um headed into fall great question Uh, i think there will probably be a high likelihood of trying to get one of our other uh, dynamic electric playmakers back there you know because britain is so pivotal to the offense i mean we we, we, we want to try to keep him in that offensive set, but God, he does so much for the team. But I have to do a good job of identifying other ball players like a Jalen Dixon, who you mentioned, or Money Parks, you know, people who consistently get the ball in their hands and are absolutely electric. So that's my goal. And to your point, we're definitely trying to develop that secondary person. So that we can introduce him early in the season and I don't know who it's going to be but top of the list as you've identified would be Jalen Dixon would be a money parks. I think some of our uh, young um, the transfer backs that we've had have experience and also kick returning whether it's TJ Pledger and also Chris Curry so we have elite the good thing we have some good options.